You're listening to... No, that's not real. You're listening to The Heidi Rue Show. Yeah, that's better. Inspiring. Entertaining. Real. The Heidi Rue Show. So you know when you meet someone in uh, life and you're just like, man, this person is just amazing. There's just something about them. And that's the guest that I have on the show today, Erica Ward. Erica is an interior designer, and we met years ago at at a blogging conference or just through Blogger Friends, something like that. (laughs) Um, And I just adore her. And she actually even was so gracious because she helped me do – she kind of was part of a segment for this talk show, this pilot talk show that I did called The Modern Post, and she did a fantastic job. And so when I did this podcast, she was one of the first people that I actually thought of as like, I want to talk more to Erica For sure. Let me tell you a little bit more about Erica, though, before we get into it. She is a freaking phenomenal interior designer and and blogger, and that's more part of her design business now. But she's been featured in Better Homes and Gardens, House Beautiful, Atlanta Homes, Jezebel, The Huffington Post, and so much more. And not only that, but she's an amazing wife, and she's a mom to five kids. Yeah, you heard that, right? Five kids. And she still has this beautiful smile on all the time. It's amazing. <laughs> so, Erica, I want to hear a little bit more about your story because you weren't always interior designer. Actually, something totally opposite. You started as an accountant. Yes. How in the world did you go from accounting to interior design? I know. It's interesting because my love has always been for design, and I actually wanted to be an architect. So my grandfather was a huge influence. He was licensed in two states, both South Carolina and Georgia. And I just wanted to be like him. Mm. (laughs) And he said, no. (laughs) (laughs) He said, you need to go to school and uh, major in finance because everybody could use a money manager. Mm. So at that point in time, the plan was for me to come back home and work for the family business. But instead, I end up working for like one of the largest <laughs> design build firms <laughs> wow. and uh, working on a phenomenal project. Uh, the Georgia Aquarium was kind of like my claim to fame, so to speak, on my resume. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's oh, amazing. yeah. So oh my goodness. I managed the construction budget. Wow. Uh, for them. But prior to that, let me not even forget to even mention my <laughs> uncle. <laughs> I worked for his business. He has okay. a, and still in business now, he has a, um, a commercial flooring company. So I worked oh. in a capacity of a project engineer as well as uh, kind of the accounting side too. Because, you know, you're working a small business, you do lots oh, of stuff. Oh, right, sure. You know, I did everything, but he didn't have me making coffee or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, we're going to use that degree. Yeah. <laughs> so we did, you know. Sure. And so then from there, I was able to transition to an even larger company and oh. get, you know, even more experience. Um, I probably cried every day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just because of the level of responsibility mm-hmm. and how young I was in that mm-hmm. capacity. Did not want to make a mistake. And the company I worked for reported directly to the Marcus Foundation. Wow. So, you know, I'm in a room with people who've been you know, working for years, you know, and I have this very important job where I just kind of had been there for maybe about, let's see, in the job force at that point for maybe like five years. (laughs) So it's like my experience in the workplace paled in comparison, Mm -hmm. but I held my own 
we finished it and it was a really big confident booster for me. You oh, know what I'm I mean? sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So after that, I said, you know what? I still have this yearning to have a design company mm-hmm. and I still kind of did it on the side, even as I worked in corporate. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until 2009 that I went into business for myself full time. And having that business background has been a tremendous, tremendous asset to me, you know, as an interior designer, which is heavily kind of a right-brained, you know, industry where it's heavy in creativity and Mm -hmm. inspiration and design and where I had my formal training on the left brain side, which is the business. So so being able to merge the two has been fantastic for me and allows Mm -hmm. us to be able to weather kind of the ebbs and flows in the industry and just kind of have to switch up some things when something else isn't working and just being able to be business minded to um, manage those, you know, bumps and bruises or whatever Mm -hmm. experience in any segment, you know, any industry. And I've been able to take that and help other designers as mm-hmm. well. You know, friends of mine or just people who may write me yeah. and just kind of ask for some advice. Sure. I've been able to do that, too. So, you know, he was right. <laughs> I'm glad I, I listened to my I grandfather. Know. I am, too, yes. because that is so true that especially creatives, it's really hard. The finance part seems to be such a hard part for us to manage. Yeah, you get creative um, with finance and you go to jail. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the design, it's subjective. You know, yeah. it's it what somebody thinks is beautiful. Somebody else might think it's horrible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the finance piece, it is what it is. Right. You know, one plus one is two every yeah. day of the week. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what was like the biggest kind of challenge or hurdle that you faced mm-hmm. when you were transitioning from that corporate job? To yeah. So having the confidence, I mm-hmm. think, was the biggest hurdle for me. I had the confidence as an accountant, as a money manager. I knew that somebody could give me a hundred thousand dollars and I knew how to manage right. that. The part where I was not so confident in was, well, they like what I designed. Mm. You know, does this stand up to the next person's aesthetic? Mm-hmm. And, you know, is this polished enough? Yeah. Um, will the client feel like they got their money's worth, you know, from this design that I pulled together? So it was a lot of kind of self-doubt. It wasn't yeah. that anybody was unsatisfied. Right. You know, I didn't have that at all. They were saying the very opposite. Mm. But because I didn't have that formal background, I constantly doubted myself. Mm. You know, and it got to a point where I had enough work under my belt that I could look at my own work and say, girl, you're good. Like, <laughs> what's the problem yeah. here? I had the proof, you know, right. to show for, you know, the, the, the what I did know, you know, mm-hmm. the knowledge and the the uh, the experience that I had, you know, gleaned over the course of a few years. I had the work to show for it. So it's like it didn't make sense for me anymore to doubt. my abilities. You follow what I mean? No, I totally follow what you mean. So you feel like the the self-doubt, that kind of was remedied just through experience and over time and seeing time after time that you knew what you were talking about. Exactly. And then, you know, like I tell other designers, I said, you know, when you hire an electrician to come over and to troubleshoot an issue for you, you're not standing there looking at him like, "Mm -hmm, I wonder if he knows what he's doing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, you know that you've hired an expert and you're looking for him to, you know, solve your problem and like Mm -hmm. into it. When I show up, you know, at that point in time when I was feeling kind of, you know, insecure, I had to recognize that they're not waiting for me to mess up. Right. They're looking for me to succeed. Yeah. You know? 
And so that was a, that was a light bulb moment for me, you Mm -hmm. know, and I use that. And I'm glad you like that one too. Yeah. (laughs) I use it often to illustrate a point to someone else is like, you know, you are who you are. And if you can't, if you don't have the confidence to kind of wear that hat just yet, Mm -hmm. you know, put yourself in somebody else's shoes, somebody you admire, you know, and what would that person do? Right. You know, what would my grandfather do Mm. in this sense? You know, he was a problem solver. He was a creative mind. I think he was one of the smartest guys I ever met, you know? So I would think, well, what would he do? You know, you mentioned to kind of, um, I think in your, on your website that Mm -hmm. you're very customer focused. Yes. What are some ways that you specifically do that? Yeah. So I listening, Mm -hmm. you know, listening and doing my best to make sure that they are heard. Um, And it's not just me pushing my agenda or, you know, I really want to use this sofa. She has to buy this sofa. It's never any of that. Um, It's telling people what I can do, not necessarily what I can't do. And then if it's something that I'm unsure about, it's making sure that I have the resources available to, you know, refer to them (laughs) and get, because you don't have to know everything. You just have to know people that do know what you don't know. But getting back to the customer and being responsive, Mm -hmm. just anticipating needs, you know, it's kind of what you would want in Mm -hmm. like a assistant. Sure. You know, you basically want somebody to be like clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, where we're not clairvoyant, you would think that we are. Right. Because we've done this enough times to Mm kind of know what, you know, somebody's reservations may be in moving forward. Um, We're kind of clairvoyant because we've actually listened to what you've said. Okay. Sorry. Real fast. Yes. What does clairvoyant mean? And I want to use that more in my vocabulary because it sounds really smart. Yeah. Being able to (laughs) kind of like read somebody's mind, see into the future. (laughs) I'm not a seer, never claim to be, but you know, it's, it's just being able to, Listen to someone, look at their body language, look at their surroundings Mm. and see if they're congruent to what they say they want. Yeah. And then repeating back to people. Mm. I think you what I understand you to say is this. Yeah. You know, and then you may have it right. You may not, you Mm. know, because that's an opportunity where that person can say, no, actually, what I mean is this it's the communication that we were just talking about right. before we started the show. Yeah. Right. And you and like you said too, listening is so much more than yeah. just hearing the words that are they're saying, right. their body language, anticipating their problems yeah. and all that stuff. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. And the, then, you know, people I don't care how rich you are or mm-hmm. how poor you are, budget is important. And so to be able to show someone that I can be responsible with their money, mm. oh, that's a plus. Sure. A huge plus. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, being customer focused, listening to them, asking them what their prior history has been, excuse me, prior experience has been. You know, I'm not looking to find out who, you know, did somebody wrong. I don't even right. ask who the firm is. I just, okay, what is your prior experience working with the designer? Just so I can, you know, figure out kind of what they're coming to the table with as far as like preconceived ideas. Right. You know, yeah. let's get those squared away. And I'm not mm-hmm. that person. I'm this person. And this is what we do. This is how we do it. Mm-hmm. And then make, you know, any kind of adjustments for that particular client to make them feel more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great business, um, just ad- business tools and tips for oh everyone, gosh. really. And that's whatever going back to what my are. grandfather said. He's yes. like, you know, just major, find a business. He said, no, actually, he didn't say find it. He said major in finance. He yeah. said what he said. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's 
helpful mm-hmm. in any industry, right? It's so true. It's a transferable skill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about a little something, uh, a little deep, and then also... Sure. Um, because at first I was going to ask, how do you balance, you know, your own business and kids? Yes. Um, well, let's let's talk about that first, and then we'll get into something a little bit more deep. What yes. You're so as with you right now, sure. So as you said, I I am a mother of five. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot, but then also my husband does a lot too. So I think, you know, as far as balance is concerned, um, as a wife and as a mother. You have way more um, responsibility because you truly are responsible for the well, emotional and mental well-being, so to speak, for your entire family. You know the saying, if mama ain't happy, nobody's, nobody's happy. happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at the same time. It trickles down. Yeah. It, yeah, it really does. And so you have to also be, you know, mm-hmm. well yourself. But taking the time to get to know your kids And it's not just being task oriented. It's really taking the time. And time doesn't have to mean a whole day. It could just mean 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. You sitting with one of your children and just kind of one on one talking about whatever they want to talk about or playing video games. Like I just recently started playing the Wii, you know, and it's bonded us in so many ways because it's something Mm -hmm. that. I've shunned, like, oh, my God, turn the game off. I'm so sick of this game. You're not even paying attention to me. Right. So sitting down and playing with them. Meeting them where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess the kids could say, if you can't beat them, join them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've done that, too. But, you know, balancing is like giving them what they need. So when Mm -hmm. it comes time for you to do your job or you work somewhere else, they're, they've gotten what they are, they mm. needed. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you don't have that mommy guilt either mm-hmm. because you've invested that time doing what they wanted to do and with them and encouraging them and growing them. So when I come to do a podcast with Heidi, yeah. I don't feel guilty <laughs> about leaving the kids behind. Right. You follow what I mean? Totally. Yeah. yeah. And then my husband, you know, I, I know you and your husband work together yeah. and just, you know, they need so much encouragement from you. You know, and affirmation from you. And I know what I'm saying sounds like a lot of give, 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 give. But when you do, it's reciprocated. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. he automatically knows because, you know, he knows you very well. And my husband knows me very well what my wants are, my needs are. Mm -hmm. And he's already telling me what he's going to do for me before Mm -hmm. I even ask. You you get what I'm saying? I totally get what you're saying. You know, so when it comes to balancing, it's just really making sure that the people under your roof Mm. are well you know, and feel loved. So when you go out into the world and do these other things, you can do it without the guilt, like I said before. And I feel like the good that you put out at home comes back to you even outside of your house. Mm. You know what I mean? So I hope that makes sense. Like, no, it (laughs) totally makes sense. And I actually may even save this podcast and listen to it like maybe every (laughs) so few months or so, Um, especially if we are blessed with kids because I think you've just got it down um and i i think Uh, that's such great wisdom (laughs) yeah (laughs) so let's talk about something um a little tough that's going on in your life right now um so your youngest five-year-old little boy was just diagnosed with cancer like just a month or so yeah just just over a month and that was a real punch in the gut Mm. you know to feel you know that you're this 
big, happy, healthy family and, you know, all is well. And, you know, I, I told a couple of friends, you know, we were just at church that Sunday before mm-hmm. his diagnosis and the, the uh, minister was talking about overcoming life's challenges. And I'm sitting there all smug in my seat, like, you know, this is a great message and I'll have to use this to encourage somebody right. else. Because <laughs> right now my life is so good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, but the thing is, is that, you know, Bad things happen even to good people. You know what I mean? And I like to think of myself as a good person. And even my five-year-old boy, he's a good person. You know what I mean? But things still happen. And so it's like I had to make, we had to make a decision as a family. Are we going to choose to be fearful or are we going to choose to have faith? Because Mm -hmm. the last thing Cameron needs is for his mommy to be afraid. Right. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. scary enough. As a five-year-old, not even being able to understand what's happening to you Mm. and why they're doing what they're doing. But if he can see a familiar face and he can reach out, if I can snuggle with him, if I can Mm. go to bed with him in his little hospital bed, which I do. (laughs) Yeah. um, It makes it okay for him. And if he's okay, I'm okay. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so as far as work is concerned, you know, like I said, um, well, I didn't mention this, too, and then okay. I'm just going to kind of mention this. Sure. Just, it, it all relates, but okay. the last quarter of 2017 was, like, so slow. I was wondering, like, does my phone work? <laughs> did, I pay, right. did I pay for my internet domain? Like, is my site down? Where is everybody? Because <laughs> we had just been so busy mm. at the top of the year through the summer, and then that last quarter was like, what the heck? But what I did was instead take some time to refine my processes, you know, Mm. and just do things like fine tune my business to where it was teachable to somebody else. And look at what's going on now. Like my assistant who has worked with me for the last year and a half and was with me through in that slow time and helping me literally fine tune that process because I was using it on her. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And still she's actually using it. To help me while I'm tending to my son. Oh my goodness. But you see and who how, knew. Yeah. But again, it's like if you approach your life's challenges right. and With decide fear or faith. Come on, you hear comes me? back around. It does. Yeah. So when the last quarter, instead of me being fearful, wondering if I'm gonna have to close my business down, <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, how irrational is that? It was just literally two or three months. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I going out of business? <laughs> but, girl, we've all been there. So I, you're not yeah, the all, you're not alone. I yeah. probably went through that for yeah. about three weeks. And my husband's like, girl, chill. Yeah. You know, not in those words, but basically, you right. know, relax, <laughs> relax, go sit down Calm somewhere. Down. Calm down. Um, but to be able to, okay, let me repackage my thoughts and think, okay, what can I do that's constructive mm. during this time? What needs to be done that I was not able to do when I was right. so busy? So you do the work mm-hmm. during the slow period. And then, you know, here we are now. The framework that I put in place the last quarter. Right. We're using it. It's allowing you to it's still have that me great to, business. Yeah. To be present mm-hmm. in my business. And it's also allowing me to take care of my family. Oh, man. I feel like I, I don't even want to go towards the decorating <laughs> stuff because this was already so good. I feel like um, it's can. like a soul cleansing oh, that good. you just, yes. Yeah, well, I'm so soul but cleansing. See, again, it's like taking something that is extremely challenging mm-hmm. and being able to repackage it to maybe encourage somebody else to, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. again, troubles come. 
I mean, it's inevitable. Like yeah. none of us, we if you haven't had any problems, you haven't lived long. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Come out of your little exactly. hole and yeah. live a little life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will see that things happen. Yeah. And you grow and you have more oh grace. Gosh. And it and doesn't you, mean it won't yeah. be hard. It'll no. be hard, but yeah. you'll you'll get through it. Right. You know right. what doesn't kill you make you stronger. Yeah. You know? And that's so true. But you have to go through something to know that that's mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. It's a refining yeah, process. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about design. Sure. It feels so weird going from that it to... It feels frivolous, but, yes, you know, it's why know. we're here. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And listen, we want to make our lives beautiful, too, right? Of course, right? of course. Our, our dwellings, home. Yes. So what's one room in the house that would mm-hmm. be top priority for you to make sure it's, like, decorated well? Okay, so in this area, I haven't yeah. exactly practiced what I preach, but okay. I would say your master bedroom. Oh. And most people want to get public spaces done yeah. first. Family rooms, dining rooms, kitchens, that kind of thing. And I'm like, no. Mm-mm. You are at your house the majority of the time, not your guest. Mm-hmm. And you're probably sleeping <laughs> if you're working as hard as my clients do. You know, they work mm-hmm. long hours, whether they're doctors or attorneys or entrepreneurs, engineers. We all work hard. Right. I don't care what industry you're in. You're working hard. And so when you go home... Take your shower, hopefully, <laughs> and you go in your bedroom and just kind of relax, decompress. You could even close the door and pretend like the rest of your house is already mm-hmm. done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But to be able to go to sleep in beauty and wake up in beauty. Mm. You know, it's got to feel well put together and, it does. and like an escape kind it of. Do- yeah. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Until you get around to the other stuff. But you're right. doing something. You're taking care of you. Right. Yeah. Which is exactly what you said earlier, too. It trickles See? down. Trickles down. Mama's not happy. Exactly. Got to start with the master bedroom. The master bedroom. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So what are your some of your favorite places to shop for home decor? It's interesting because, you know, <laughs> this is so funny, but I rarely like to go into retail yeah. stores anymore because essentially I'm a retailer as well. Mm. And so I don't buy off the floor because I have accounts with some of the same vendors. With some of the vendors, You know what I mean? Uh But I guess I can better answer your question with which retailers do I think um, curate a good mix. That's a great, yes. So um, Mitchell Gold, Bob Williams is Mm. one of my personal favorites Mm -hmm. because they have a range of contemporary and traditional furnishings. Um, and I own several Mitchell Gold pieces. Yeah. So it's like I can attest to the quality and that kind of thing with them in the relationship. And mm-hmm. um, and then I like Stanton Home Furnishings uh-huh. over here on the west yeah. side. I like his curated mix. Um, a lot of the same brands he carried, Kai carry too. Mm-hmm. So I have like a design consultation service where, you know, I'll meet with clients who are kind of on the fence whether they're either going to do the um, decoration piece themselves or they're just trying to interview me to see mm-hmm. if they want to hire me. I'll give them kind of a resource list and Stanton is actually on one of my resource lists. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, who else do I really enjoy retail wise? I do like walking through the restoration hardware. Ugh. The um, new one off yeah. in Buckhead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You guys, if you're not in Atlanta, mm-hmm. so they just built this restoration. Well, just. It's been like there now for a little while. It? It's so huge. It's, huge. it's humongous. It's this yeah. huge building, and it's a gorgeous building. And, yeah, I it's just, just like stunning. the ambiance and yeah. the lighting and just really looking at the vignettes that they've created. Mm-hmm. Because, and I think people who are looking to um, improve on their interior spaces should look at vignettes in a retail store mm-hmm. because you're seeing how, even like Ikea, 
right. have brilliant vignettes right. for small spaces, you know, um, and kids' spaces. I love mm-hmm. walking through, just looking at how things are arranging, the, how they use the wall space. Right. And, you know, yeah. so we waste so much just trying to put everything on the floor. It's like... Hang it on the yeah, wall. Yeah, hang it up. Put it on yeah. that wall. <laughs> Put it on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Let it hang from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's those a great are the, tip. Those are the ones mm-hmm. that come off um, immediately. There was like a few more that are in business. Oh, oh my God. How can I not even mention them? Uh, Intaglia Home Collection. Yes. They're at Ansley Mall. Yes. I just was introduced. Yes. Well, Callie Jerry Dollar, oh, who was uh-huh. just on our the podcast, uh-huh. had said, mentioned Intaglia them. Well? Yes. Yes. Oh and I God. went online and I was like, oh, my gosh, they have beautiful stuff. They are wonderful people. And you can buy right off the floor. Wow. Yeah. And they always have a good uh, assortment of furniture, mm-hmm. accessories. And, you know, we are one of those. We want it now. Yeah. Everybody wants it now. For sure. So if I ever have those clients that want it now, mm-hmm. I'll just head over there mm-hmm. to Intagli and, and get it for you mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. along with some other pieces that you just gonna have to wait on right you know right because i'm a snob when it comes to drapery yeah i will not buy that off the floor do you so is that custom made custom made yeah i'm such a stickler about Mm -hmm. drapery you have to wait on that but we'll get your furniture but look sure life life goes on yeah it's not gonna you'll be fine you'll be okay yeah you'll survive without drapes for a little bit (laughs) (laughs) so how do you personally gain inspiration Mm. is it through magazines is it through should I even say Pinterest? Um, or, I do. I love Pinterest, yeah. and I love looking at kind of what other people are doing. And, you know, I I like it because I can't always borrow it from myself because if I look at an aesthetic out, out west, the California cool kind of, I love that. I have an appreciation mm-hmm. for that. But then I come over to the East Coast and see something really fussy and Southern. And I love that too. Uh You know what I mean? Uh And so I think what I look for are uh, solutions. So I'm more looking at the room structure and how things are placed more so than I am sometimes the decor. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And I think that makes you a brilliant interior designer. Oh, thank you. Seriously, because every, (laughs) that's one of the things that I think about with interior designers Mm -hmm. that I feel like, oh gosh, this would be the most challenging part is because you're not just designing for yourself. Like you said earlier too, you're designing for that client. Right. And so you've almost got to have that mindset of like, well, I love the East Coast kind of vibe. I love the West Coast kind of vibe. So you're not set into one no you have to be familiar Mm -hmm. kind of with all design styles because a client may come to you like I've had somebody reach out to me for an aesthetic I'm like where you called me for this Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not even anywhere in my portfolio so there's sometimes where I will refer people to others and they're like but I just love your spirit I just really want to work with you and I get it but like if I worked on a project that had a lot of French country or even, you know, I can do some farmhouse. You know, mm-hmm. I have an appreciation for that. But I don't have the vendors for that. You know what I mean? Oh, and I so see. with right. my vendors relationships, you have to maintain about $20,000 a year mm-hmm. sometimes to mm-hmm. keep that account. You, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm getting sure. more into the, like, heavy business, the business side stuff. of it. Sure. But there's a reason as to why we ah. decline some projects sure. versus others, if that makes that sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And another thing, too, that you say that you look for solutions is because mm-hmm. – 
Um, whereas, you know, vignettes in yes. places, like those are beautiful, right. but also people aren't having to live in that. No. <laughs> and so it is a totally different thing. And you don't have a you funky doorway in it. that vignette. Right. Or some obscure little window. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. you can go there and look for just kind of, that's, well, that's why I mentioned for people to just kind of do things themselves, but for a, a really mm. interior designer, problem solver, you really need to hire a professional. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got sure. some major traffic flow problems, right? you know, a pretty sofa is not going to fix that. No. Mm-mm. Not no, even my sure beautiful not. custom drapes aren't going to uh, fix it. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's not going to fix it. You need Shoot. somebody to come in and, and help you with the space planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So if people want to be able to reach out to you for design your design services, sure. um, how can they do that? How can they follow along with you? Well, they can always find me online. Um, I've been around long enough. You can just Google my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can spell it wrong. You'll still yeah, find yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's I, with a K, not a it's C. It's with a K, mm-hmm. not a C. E-R-I-K-A Ward. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a consult with an Erica Ward, and she said, you know what? I can't even Google myself because you come up. No way. She That's did. so funny. She totally did. And uh, I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll make sure I don't mess up anything. And right. I don't go to jail yeah. or anything. Right, right. Because <laughs> I hate to ruin your reputation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she said people ask her, are you a decorator? And she's like, no, that's that's not that's not me. That's not me. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, ericaward.com. And uh, you can see my full portfolio list of services. I actually have a um, blog housed on ericaward.com. I also have another blog <laughs> called uh, bluelabelbungalow.com. You can spell that one wrong, too, and find it. Uh-huh. Blue Label Bungalow. And so what that's more of a consumer interest site where if you're looking to tackle projects on your own, you get some helpful information there. Uh, you get some encouragement, you know, some confident boosters, you know, some, hey, you can do it. And when you realize you can't do it, then you can just come on over to ericaward.com. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we Something need a problem solver. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Erica, thank you so much for being here. And we will keep your son in our prayers. Oh, and, please do. Um, thank and you. your whole family. It's the greatest gift you can give anybody. Mm-hmm. It really is. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Heidi. Right. As a Georgia peach, she loves pleasing people. So she wants to know how she can improve the show. So let her know either on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, at Heidi Rue. Also be kind, because she's my wife. And if she has a bad day, then I'm really going to hear about it. 